You are watching Forbidden Knowledge TV. You are listening to Cosmically Connected with Courtney Kane Side. I'm a spiritual medium and psychic artist. I connect to your energy. We connect to your guides and angels and we see what comes through. I cannot wait to start this journey with you. Hi guys, it's Courtney here. You are listening and watching Cosmically Connected with Courtney Kane Sides, and I'm thrilled to be here with you. We are going to connect today and all things talking about intuitive gifts, psychic abilities, and mediumship. I was a young girl realizing that I had gifts and abilities. It is something that is, to me, not so rare. I believe that we all have gifts and abilities. I believe that you, through this podcast, are probably going to, if you're not already realizing that you do, you'll probably realize that, hey, I'm just like that, or hey, I've had some of those experiences too. I believe that they are, you know, innate to each and every one of us, much like smelling, much like seeing, much like all of our other senses, that intuitive psychic ability is also there for us to connect with. So why don't we go ahead and connect to our guides and angels and just make sure that we're really good, secure in our highest form of connection for the podcast. Join me. Go ahead and take that good deep breath in. Big exhale out. Let's take one more breath in together. Maybe even ground those feet. Big exhale out. Let's call on those guides and angels. So guides and angels on our right, guides and angels on our left, guides and angels in front, and guides and angels in back to balance and harmonize our time here, leave us in the light, and allow nothing but the highest, the truest, or the best to manifest upon us now. So I see a lot of, let's start from the beginning. (laughs) A lot of, uh, you know, parents coming to me and asking questions about their children, feeling as though their children are noticing energy or even having, you know, psychic dreams or premonitions, even almost connecting with their own loved ones on the other side. And it's so interesting because so many of those parents, it startles them. And I believe that it almost startles them because it's their own innate knowing that they too had, for them, they think they had the gift, but that they're realizing that, oh my gosh, this isn't something that's like made up or fake. It's something that's possibly real, if that makes sense. Okay. It's so interesting to me that so many of us do not own these gifts and abilities. And I will tell you that I am a believer again, that we all have this innate gift. So I'll take it back to back in the day as a young girl, I remember walking into my grandmother's homes and or home homes, she had rental properties and walking in and feeling and getting a sense for the space or the home and just feeling as though 
I knew things. Either I was really creeped out about the energy that was in the space or just knowing that there was something I couldn't quite put my finger on. Um, being the good little Southern Baptist girl, <laughs> I did not really talk to a lot of people about some of these experiences I had. I would jot them down in a notebook or tell my sisters. That was always a safe space for me. So I would talk to them about it or, or share experiences with them. But that was typically it. And so that was something that was very easy for me was to walk into a home and just simply soak up kind of the experience or what was happening in that that space. So many of you might experience that um, ability. And very often that is, and I have them all kind of sitting here too, that's like clear sentient, it's clear feeling. So it's like feeling emotions around you, feeling the energy within the space that you're in, um, you know, getting good, strong gut feelings. Um, that can be almost like positive energy or even a negative energy. So most of us have had that experience when you walk into a room and say that somebody just kind of had broken up in a fight or an argument or something like that, but you walk in and you clearly can tell that something is tense or something's going on. That's a very empathic empathic quality. And that is that, that clairsentient energy. That is something that I would say is almost even the most common for us to feel. Um, I bet most of you are saying, oh, yeah, I do that very easily. Uh, very often we say that our coworkers, like, you know, we walked in and, you know, your coworker was in this mood or had this energy. Just stop and breathe as I say it. And it can t- like tamper with the energy in the office or the energy in the, the office space or the room, because you, we all kind of are like little sponges soaking up the energy of everybody around us. And so learning how to, first of all, bubble and protect your energy is so vital to um, being connected to your own light, your own source, your own God consciousness, the, your light within. So let's real quick, go ahead and take a breath in and on the exhale, almost extend your arms out. We are putting up our own bubble of protection, if you will. So you tonight or you today, you uh, in all of the other podcasts will see me stop and take a breath often. And what I'm doing is in my body, I can feel when the energy rises when I need to almost, let's call it detox, the energy or detox my body or my energy, my space and breathe out. I'm acknowledging with that inhale on the pause. I'm saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the awareness that is mine and exhaling it out. So what I'm exhaling it out of is that bubble of protection. So if you will, just to visualize this bubble, I always visualize it being a golden bubble. To me, the color gold is of the highest uh, energy, the highest frequency. And so that beautiful bubble, that golden bubble surrounding you, protecting you and allowing nothing but the highest, the truest or the best to come through to you, your life, your energy on the inside of that bubble are mirrors. And so anything that you're any intention, any good energy is going to become more strong and more strong. Okay, on the outside of that bubble are also 
uh, mirrors. And so any energy that is not of your highest good is going to come into that bubble and go back to where it came from. It's going to literally ricochet off and go back. If only I had learned and known about that bubble of protection, that bubble of energy back when I was younger, it would have saved me from anxiety, maybe even a little bit of depression or anything like that. Most empathic people I find are people who really do have some anxiety, uh, you know, and, and different things kind of going up or swelling up in their own emotion, emotional space. Some of that is, you know, if you're ignoring life, if there are some things on your checklist or things that need to get done, then that might be appropriate anxiety or things that you need to get done. I take a breath in, exhale it off. Because even when I speak about it, it starts to rise in my system. I stop. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the awareness that is mine. I'm showing gratitude, not just to see that the energy rise or the energy is observed. I'm showing gratitude that I know enough about my energy to know that it's time to clear, if that makes sense. Okay. So that bubble of protection is going to help you when you're empathic, that bubble of protection is going to help you with that clear sentient energy, all of it. It's a very, very good, good tip. So the next kind of thing that I want to kind of touch base with is kind of that clear knowing. So very often in my life, there has been moments where I knew without a shadow of a doubt, right, that there was something that was going to take place, whether that be premonition or an awareness, I met somebody, I knew something immediately. Now, that is clear cognizance, that clear knowing and knowing pops in without knowing how you know, but you know, concretely that it is so if that makes sense. Very often, if I am now in my protective bubble, I'm really in my own energy. So I'm not necessarily looking for external energy outside of myself any longer. But before that bubble of protection, I could walk in uh, to say that that uh, room, like I said, at my, my grandparents' place back when I was a kid. And I could feel things and feel things that were around. I could know things in that instance. But the knowing part is that clear cognizance energy. It is that knowing without a shadow of a doubt that you know that X, Y, or Z happened here that something really concretely was there and that almost that nobody could tell you any different. And so something that I started to do back then when I was a young girl was to journal. And we'll get to that reason why in a little bit. But that journaling, those aha moments or those knowings, those feelings, those emotions, and even dating it is going to be super helpful for you Whenever you're going to look back on your gut instincts, your intuitive knowing, your psychic abilities, your mediumship abilities later, you writing those things down will help you validate your awareness and not need the validation and confirmation of somebody outside of yourself. Okay. That is something that is extremely important. Excuse me when you are honing in on your own gifts and abilities. And I will tell you that my clients who do the homework, who do write down and jot down their 
awareness and their progression of their own gifts and abilities actually see a faster progression than those that don't. The other ones are just as highly intuitive. They're just as highly psychic, but they're not going back and looking concretely in their own handwriting about how far they've come. It's interesting to me that so many people want to open up to these gifts and abilities, but so few are really willing to put in the effort or the work. But I'm telling you, you do have those gifts. You have the abilities. Why don't you try it out? Clairvoyance is a clear scene. It's like a vision of past, future, present, something that could be taking place. It's almost like that premonition. Um, Sometimes it will show up much like a daydream or like a vision, almost like a movie playing. So that can happen, you know, if you're just kind of numbing out watching TV and you just have kind of a recollection of something that happened from so long ago, a memory, it might almost play out in your mind's eye. So your third eye, almost just kind of daydreaming, just visualizing and in your almost calm space, you might notice that something like that might happen. It could also be uh, almost like seeing like a movie play out. So very often, so many people have this experience. They again, call them daydreams or, you know, visions but they discount it because they feel like, you know, they, they rationalize it in some way, which again is really, really healthy. It's really great to be a skeptic, by the way. It's really great for you to feel as though you're making it up until you get concrete proof, which is again, why that journal is so important. The clear audience is the clear hearing. So very often uh, you might find that you hear something. So music playing, uh, uh, almost in your head, if you will, um, maybe even a voice or something like that. You might hear words. I had a client call me last week and, or she had texted me and she said she had just recently lost her son. And she messaged me and said, I was vacuuming in my house and I heard him say mom and it startled her. It stopped her in her tracks, of course. And she stopped doing everything that she was doing and text me in that moment. And I reached out and called her and we spoke about it real quickly. And um, she, you know, it, it startled her for a moment, but she kept saying, she was like, where are you? Where are you? That helped her take a breath in, feel it. In those moments that you have an experience like this, four counts, breath in, four count, hold, and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. And I know you were with me. And then exhale it out. You're breathing the experience in. You're breathing the energy of their their energy in. You're learning to communicate with them. I guided her to make sure that in her, I call it the I'm not crazy book on her in her journal, make sure to go down and write it down. If you want to write down the time, fine. But write down the date and put, I heard him. And be as specific or as non-specific as you want, but jot it down. That is your proof. That's your concrete confirmation that you will refer back to time and time again. Okay. The reason I do this work, again, I'm a psychic medium, psychic artist. Um, I feel so much that I feel in color. The reason I can concretely understand and trust my own gifts and abilities is because of a journal that I started when I was 15. 
my mom was sick for two years and she passed. And on, after about seven days of her passing, she came to, to me in a dream and she said, Hey, I said, Hey, she said, come. She said, I, I walked in the room and I said, mom, you're dead. What are you doing? She said, I'm okay. And she rose her arms up and as to reference, come to me for a hug. And I walked to her to get a hug. And once she hugged me, I never felt that void emptiness feeling again, nothing. I woke up and I felt full, if that makes sense. I felt connection. I remember telling my sisters and that was it. Um, I later then did tell my aunt Sharon who back then I would have called her woo woo and crazy. Now I know I'm the crazy aunt. Uh, but I went to her and I told her I had a dream of my mom. I referenced what happened. And she said, Courtney, I don't believe that was a dream. She said, I think your mother really came to you. I thought she was crazy. Um, but deep down in my heart, I truly, truly wanted that to be the case. I went about my time, my life, my everything. I started to speak to her in the journal and talk to her. And I just would always date those uh, entries. And any aha moment, any sign that I thought I was receiving, I would write it down. Um, still always needing concrete proof, still always thinking, eh, this is so out there and crazy. This just, it, it's, there's no way that this could be real. So the psychic information, walking into a home, very easy. The feeling energy that I couldn't describe, very easy. Meeting people and knowing things without a shadow of a doubt, knowing like I know, like I know. Whether their intentions were good, their intentions were bad, always very easy for me. But that mediumship gift, that was the something that was just so sacred that I clung on to because I really, really wanted my Aunt Sharon to be right. I'm telling you that so many of my clients want that same confirmation, just as I did. If you journal through your experiences, you will come out on the other side massively in awe of your own gifts and abilities. Through meditation and through mindfulness, I was able to learn to put up that bubble of protection and really hone in good to my own gifts and abilities into that, call it sacred light, source, God, God consciousness, and connect. Once I felt as though I was connecting to that, I could then decipher the energy that I was feeling from everything else outside of myself. So interesting. So through many, many years of losses along the path, bam, 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 bam. In my life, everybody who had passed came to me in a dream, almost within that week after their passing. But because I either knew of the drama behind their passing, the wreck or the, the story or, you know, the small town information, or knew that they were sick, when they would come to me in a dream, I would always uh, be a skeptic as to what that was. I felt like my brain was just processing the loss, uh, something like that. But I'm sure as I'm going through this information with you, many of you are nodding your heads. Many of you are saying, oh my gosh, I've had dreams like that too. Of course you have. It's innate to all of us. It's not just one of us. That dream is mediumship. 
write that down and date it. It is healthy for you to be like, am I making this up? Oh, so healthy. Be a skeptic, please. But write it down and date it. So it was many, many years later. I was working for a neurofeedback company in Phoenix, Arizona, which I loved very much. Felt like it was a guided opportunity to grow and connect with uh, quantum physicists and neurologists and really cool healers from around the world. And it brought very cool like-minded people together, which I still keep in contact with today. And with working there, I was able to see that you can actually measure psychic activity in the brain. Uh, within the alpha waves and all of this. It's very, very fascinating. And so through working there, I was finally able to, uh, with through my own journaling and experiences then, really start connecting to my own guides and angels in more of a specific way that was innately my own through meditation and, again, that mindfulness. Connecting once a week and asking those guides and angels to come through. For me, I'll start. Um, It started to come through with connecting to the guides and angels. My guide showing me the swoop you see in the painting behind me. That swoop of the head and the shoulder was a very, very cool moment I'll never forget in meditation of that coming to me, me feeling like, I don't know what that means. I have no idea, you know, what this is, nothing. I'd never seen it before, but I knew that I had to get it out of my head, if you will. So I grabbed a pen. I quickly wrote down the swoop of the, the image and just sat with it. And I asked my guides and angels, what does that mean? And I got nothing. The next week I, I meditated once a week. Every Saturday morning, that's all it took until it progressed to more and then daily and all of this. But that one day a week was such a massive gift because it started for me to connect in my own way. That swoop of the head then went into them showing me color, my guide showing me color. I would see the color and I would say, well, what does that mean? What does that mean to me? And the guides were showing me that I feel so much that I feel in color. I have always felt the energy and the emotions from everybody else, not ever really able to verbalize or articulate exactly what that was or what it meant. But my guides were showing me that I could explain it through color. I could feel it through color. And this was a way to process everything that I picked up connecting to that bubble of energy, connecting to my true energy. Had I not learned that, I would never learn to connect in the way that my guides needed for me to connect. Make sense? So the colors, that green here in this painting, I'll tell you, it's heart energy. It's it's heart connectedness. It's heart openness. That blue is knowledge. It's, It's emotional awareness. That purple you see, it's peace. It's peace. It's so interesting when we start to quiet down, down the world around us, the energy that we can pick up from ourselves and in the world. So going back to the mediumship, to those abilities, being in that quiet space of the mind, 
I started to connect even further with my own loved ones that had passed. And I started to receive different information and, uh, and knowledge. And I would simply write that stuff down, dating it all, because I still needed that concrete proof that that mediumship ability was still there. Okay. That that mediumship ability was in fact legit, if you will. And it was finally at Phoenix, Arizona, I had moved away from the town that I was raised in and um, grew up in. And I had another one of those dreams. And every person that, again, every person that I had ever lost had always come to me in a dream. And there had been many. And in this particular dream, I was working again at that uh, neurofeedback place, already doing my psychic work also already painting, already connecting energetically. And I had yet to add on that mediumship uh, to to my business card because it was the thing that was just the most sacred to me. Because if that indeed were true, then my mother truly did come to me, if that makes sense. In that instance, I had a dream. This woman came to me, a woman that I grew up with, her children I grew up with. She came to me and she said, hey, Courtney, it's always very casual. Hey, Courtney, I said, hey, she said, do me a favor. And she said, tell so-and-so, so-and-so, and and -and so-and-so, her children's names, that I love them and I'm okay. She hugged me and I woke up. I woke up and I knew exactly. It was like, oh gosh, I had one of those dreams. Referenced it to my husband. I called my sister on the way to work that morning And I was referencing and telling her the dream. And as soon as I said her name, she got really quiet. And she said, Courtney, she was killed yesterday in a car wreck. And I immediately started crying. I was crying for my friends because they had just lost their mother. I knew exactly what that felt like. It's terrible. It was very sad for them. However, I was also crying because, oh, my goodness, my crazy woo-woo Aunt Sharon was correct. My mother really did come to me. That dream was a psychic ability. That dream was mediumship, but that dream meant connection to our loved ones on the other side. I encourage every one of you to make sure that you're writing your experiences down. You will not regret this. You writing down and even backtracking from when you were younger. All of those aha moments, all of those experiences from whenever you knew something or you walked into the office, you could feel your boss was going to be this way or that way. And you walked in and you knew it. You just knew it. And rather be like, oh, I knew it. Stop, stop and celebrate. Take the deep breath in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the awareness that is mine. And if you start to live your life celebrating your awareness the energetic life that you live is going to brighten. That connection to your gifts and abilities will heighten and you will start to live this life more fruitfully. I want to take some time here and show you kind of the way that we paint, okay? The way that I paint. So like I said, intuitively, I had no idea. I am artistic, 
but I like things perfect. I like straight lines. I like, uh, I can look at something and almost copy that. Um, I like things to be kind of very matter of fact and, and just so. But in my work, that's not at all how it is. In my work, I finger paint the energy I receive. That is something that was brought to me by my guides and angels. And it just was simply the way it was. I had really, it didn't feel as though I had a choice. Um, it just felt like what it, that's the way it had to be. So I followed that and I trusted it. And it's so funny that today uh, that swoop of the head is actually what my <laughs> kind of known for. So every client, whenever I connect with them in, in a session, they do receive their own uh, some people call it an aura. I don't really see it as an aura per se, um, because sometimes they are signs and symbols that come through from your loved one to you, or even your signs and symbols from your own guides and angels. So occasionally that can be your kind of energy or your aura connection, but uh, it, it can be different for each person. So for me, we're already connected. We've called on those guides and angels. I'm already feeling the energy of that kind of purple piece within that is a really beautiful uh actually it's a really beautiful mantra that i use quite often um whenever you're feeling disconnected say even if you're at home i have a six-year-old kids are crazy right so at home or at work in a business meeting you can be breathing in and connecting to yourself all the while. Peace begins with me and exhaling it out. But you connecting to your own kind of intuition. The more that you connect back to yourself or back to your breath, the more I believe that you're connecting back to your uh, true innate energy. And that does include your guides and angels. So. That purple energy is kind of, we're going to pretty much be setting an intention for us here on this podcast. That might be something we do every time. Maybe not. We'll see. We're going to let it flow and allow it to be whatever it is. So that purple being peace energy, that peace begins with me. And making sure that you too, when you connect to your own guides and angels, if you listen allow yourself to kind of be guided by them and just follow. Also not having that energy of perfection, that was always difficult for me because I wanted things again to be just so, but allowing myself to follow almost their lead, if you will, knowing, of course, that I was connected to nothing but the highest, the truest or the best and knowing that I was connecting to that source energy. Um, knowing that if anything came through that it was for my highest good. As I say that, uh, this white energy feels like pure energy. So the intention of wanting to connect coming out of that pure energy, very often there can be some ego, I would say, in wanting to be right, right? Wanting to uh, connect and wanting to um Let's see. Wanting to 
really not make a mistake. Isn't that interesting? So that peace begins with me and almost that pureness, pureness of that intent and almost also that hesitancy on wanting to make sure that that intention is pure. Um, you coming back to you and your innate energy, you will know time and time again that that energy is, it's, it is of the light because you know your energy is of the light. Got it? Interesting. Let's see here. Very cool. As I do this, so I always notice, let me show you this real quick. So I notice little things that pop up in a painting. So my, <laughs> you might think of it as a mistake. For me, I think, hmm, interesting. If it catches my attention in a painting, I stop and I ask, what is that? What, what is that connection? So here, um, I'm connecting that purple again, that pureness there. And then I get the ear and I, <laughs> or what looks like an ear to me, I ask in my head, I ask in my mind, and I'm saying, well, what is that? The guides are saying, here, you listen, here, here, you listen, here, you listen. So I'm allowing that simply to be without judgment. Interesting. So also asking for your highest self to listen to what the guides and angels have to offer, if you will. Okay. So for me, you know, in an interview I just did with Billy Carson, he brought up the word synesthesia. Synesthesia is a way, you know, some musicians have this, they hear music in color, okay, they connect in certain ways like that. Billy had that, uh, has that ability, he has that uh, connection. I'm not sure if that's exactly his way that he receives synesthesia. But the way that I receive it is that I feel so much that I do feel in that color. So here, is a way of almost expressing that to you all and you all getting a kind of a snapshots view of what that looks like. So in a session, say, and even collectively us again, that purple, that peace within, that pureness and wanting the connection. The gold is wanting to confirm for sure, I want to take a breath as I say it, that we are connecting to nothing but the highest, the truest or the best. I'm going to put a little gold there little gold symbol, little gold, uh, let's call it a cord, if you will, to source. But then there's part of me that also wants to, to know that we're also hearing things of the highest form. So that gold coming around that ear and here, ooh, interesting. We want to know that out of our voice, out of our being, that only the highest truth the highest good is coming through. So putting that there, very interesting. I really love the way that that's coming about. And I love, let's see here, that painting. Do you see that? So it is interesting to me. Here, here, here. It's so interesting to me how every time I see the painting, I keep referring back to it or looking at it, it does feel like I get a little bit of, uh, get a bit, little bit more of information. So, so many paintings can have, again, different symbols. There was one I just posted earlier today that was a cardinal. It was such a precious 
a symbol for a loved one where somebody's loved one was coming through as the cardinal. But it's also a message, not just for that client, but then also for many other people to see that image and feel as though that, yes, they are actually connected too. So just like I receive information in a different form, you might as well. I would love for you to be completely non-judgmental of the way in which you feel as though you need to connect to your own guides and angels, and even in the way that you process the information. If you write them down, if you write down your connection, you in time might absolutely surprise yourself with where it puts you. If you had told me, I don't know, it was many, it's got to be at least 17 years, 18 years now ago, that I would be doing this work. I would tell you that you were absolutely out of your mind. So within a matter of 16 years, uh, even 10 years, two years, five minutes of you connecting to your highest good and you connecting to that source within can help you connect to your own guides and angels. And also, again, those loved ones on the other side. Different ways that you might get confirmation. Let's go back to mediumship. Again, was the dreams. Again, can also be ways that they're leaving you clues. So you might be finding pennies, you might be finding dimes. There are certain ways that sometimes also when you ask for a sign, they might show you. I had an experience this summer with my own mother. It was really funny. Um, my actually it was, it might have even been last spring. Uh, but I was at my father's land. And um, I had a sibling that was mowing the yard. And I was just sitting on the back of the porch. And my mother always comes to me as a yellow butterfly. She started or the butterfly started to kind of come around. And uh, my sister was mowing actually quite close to uh, where I was sitting, which typically I would imagine would disturb the, the butterfly or the sign. And uh, she kept coming around uh, the butterfly. And I saw her and I thought, hmm, hi, mom. And almost kind of cheeky, I was like, okay, do you can come closer, you know, taking a breath in, exhaling out, just because I trust my own guides and abilities, just because I trust my own intuition and my mediumship skills doesn't mean I still don't test spirit, because I guess I do. And so I said to her, if that's really you, mom, come closer. And that butterfly came closer and kind of sat there and danced. And I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, well, if that's really you, then come over here to the right. And that butterfly sat there and then she started to come over to the right. And then I said, okay, well, because that just still wasn't good enough. Well, if that is really you, mom, then come over here and sit right in front of me. And that butterfly came in right here started dancing or flying right in front of my face and then decided to come down and sit right here, right by my feet. All the while my sister is mowing just a couple of feet away from me. And she finally turned off that lawnmower and turned around. And I said, Hey, that's mom. And of course she thinks I'm crazy. And I said, no, really that's mom. I said, I've been sitting here talking to her and she's been seven feet away from me. And she came all this way. She's done everything I said to do. And this is her. 
I didn't need confirmation from anybody. I did want confirmation from spirit. I did ask for her to do this and that and this and that. And it happened. Uh, That's an aha moment. That was my mom. That was connection. So I take a deep breath in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. And I know you're with me. That is how you start to learn the language of your loved one. That is how you start to speak to them. Uh, I had a friend that just had her mother actually pass too. And uh, she is, she lives in Costa Rica. And uh, I might be calling her out a bit if some of you might know her. Uh, But she lives in Costa Rica. And her, again, her mother was older. It was time for her to pass. It was, it was, it was time. But of course, that kind of a loss, we're never really fully prepared for it. And this particular friend of mine was just in Sedona. This just happened last week. And she was in Sedona for a retreat for a, 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 a beautiful uh, wellness retreat. And she was being woken up 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m., 6 a.m. constantly by this annoying, this is how she was describing it to me, this annoying tap, 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 tap. And it would not let up. And finally, about an hour later, she got up, she put on a pot of coffee. She walked outside to look, what in the world was this? It was like right by her window, right next to her bedroom. And she goes outside and it was a cardinal tapping at her window. Tap, 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 tap. She in her heart knew innately that that was her mom. Now, she didn't need that confirmation from anybody else. She knew within that that is what it was. That is what I hope each and every one of you find within your knowing, is that you really don't need the validation of anybody else, but that you can find excitement in knowing that you're definitely not alone. That while, yes, processing that pain and the hurt and the grief is so vital in order for you to even get to the place of being excited about connecting with them in a new way, in a new form. But you have those innate abilities within you, within your soul to connect. We are going to be diving into so many of those different ways, more in depth and more in depth with each podcast while having really fun discussions and bringing on clients. We'll be doing readings. We'll be doing sessions and we'll be connecting with other people that will also help show us their way that they connect. But I hope more than anything through this podcast that you find your own way of connecting, whether that be finger painting, whether that be through simply hearing them and feeling them, simply knowing, or just being witness to the signs and symbols that pop up for your life. This is connection. And you are 100% cosmically connected. That I know for sure. All right, guys, I hope you will tune in again next week. I'm so excited that you guys have been here with me. I love you all. And I hope that you start that journal today. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
are watching Forbidden Knowledge TV.